From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into another episode. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. We got a uh, Lining Kugels toasted Bach. Yeah, I really hope you didn't miss on this, bro, because I'm not a Lining Kugels guy. This is obviously looks like a beer, though. So it's not like you got me a summer, yeah. summer shandy or yeah. something. So it's I'm gonna, good. I mean, it's a decent beer. Oh, so I'm going to hate it. Huh? Yeah. It's not bad. I've had I've had worse. I've had worse. I mean, it's a beer. Certainly, oh, yeah. It certainly bro, is a beer, bro. I can I'll complain yeah. until the day I die, but I'll drink all of it. You yeah. know, I mean, I've never you've never yeah. once seen me be like, ugh, I'm not. I can't drink this. I'm usually like, ugh, and I just complain about it all night. Like, man, you really polished off 15 of those beers that you hated. <laughs> yeah, um, and I hated every minute. Yeah, yeah. Polish them off. <laughs> uh, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. How are you this week, buddy? Good, man. Uh, nice little nice little small Thanksgiving get-togethers. Chilling, obviously. Uh, not a great week in the gambling world for me. Yeah. I, I, had a, uh, decent, I, 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 you know, I made a little bit of money. I uh, the The rare... The rare occurrence, I had the Stanford minus one and a half. My dad had the over-under on the game. And so basically, Cal drives down and scores, and which was which was fine by me. You know, I mean, that was going to help him potentially on the over-under. And then they, they were going to tie the game. And then so I still have a chance to win, and he has a chance to win. And then Stanford... Uh, blocks the kick. So, so in the rare occurrence that one of us was probably going to win, neither of us did. So, <laughs> and I accidentally bet on the game twice. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, last night I, I put a small wage on a parlay and I needed DK Metcalf to score a touchdown, Russell Wilson to get yards and DK to get yards and see how to win. Uh, yeah, DK had a great game last night. Did not get a touchdown. Last not night. touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, so. it's see, Seahawks are a tough, not yeah. to crack these days in the uh, in the gambling. In Aaron the Jones world. screwed me. I needed uh, Devonta Adams and Aaron Jones to both get a touchdown, and they decided eh, we're not going to give Aaron Jones any work. Yeah, in the dynasty, I have a formal protest going. Sasa beat me this week by like two points, but with that cheater Will Fuller, yeah, who suspended six. That's games. funny. So... I, we were going to talk. We're, we're talking about that later. Because so, you're not the only one who uh, brought that up on, on Reddit and stuff. People saying that they should change the rules for, uh, you know, Will Fuller and stuff. But yeah. Like, eh. Yeah. I mean, subtract the points. I mean, I that's look, he is suspended six games because if he NFL, cheated. If the NFL takes his touchdowns away from the game, then you can subtract the points. No, no. See, this is my I'm not. Look, I rule my league just like <laughs> Roger Goodell rules his. He does whatever he wants. But the formal protest, I am the judge, jury and the executioner. So if I want to bring it up, I'll be like, OK, I'll begrudgingly accept this case and I'll write my opinion on it. And then I'll ask for a dissenting opinion. That I will not put out there because that I do not garbage. care. Yeah, uh, this is worthless to me. You Th- thank you. I needed a napkin. <laughs> C- uh, Commissioner Kim Jong Un, 
at your service, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of that, let's get into some news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Speaking of that stuff, I actually I made up most of my nut this weekend on that Kansas City game. But uh, some money down on Tyreek Hill scoring the touchdown, getting yards, and Patrick Mahomes uh, getting yards. So needless to say, and the over. Yeah. So needless to say, I was uh, that's that's pretty nice. I've got uh, there was a bit pretty big boost in the uh, on DraftKings plus two hundred either either money line on Kansas or Kentucky. So. Fifty dollars wins me one fifty, so we'll see. Uh, go Kansas, obviously. Yeah. I try to get on DraftKings; it's not letting me yet. It's uh, because I guess I used to use it for daily fantasy sports in college, mm-hmm. and it was under the name I go by. Mm-hmm. And now, when I set up the account for the gambling, I've been under my ah. name on my driver's license. They locked my account down, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Like, oh, we need to send you, we need you to send us a bunch of document documents." I'm like, oh, "All right, yeah, those that, they're they're crazy with that." My brother one time in FanDuel made an uh, made a head to head. And it was just early in the day. And so I set my lineup or whatever, and he forgot to set his and they locked us both out, making it so difficult for me to get back in. I said to send him my driver's license, all this stuff. And the guy has the audacity to say like, well, don't, you know, don't do that again. Like, bro, I would never like, I'm (laughs) so sorry, please. Yeah. Don't do that again. Don't let someone who's not me make a mistake. Right. Like that dude, that's my brother. Like. Why would we, why would we give you the fee? Even if we were just like splitting money, like doubling up the account, it was just a head to head. So you caught our fee. If we want to transfer money, like it's Venmo like that, why yeah. do you care? Yeah. Like it's a super, like not great. If way it was a big, Venmo. like tournament or something, you know, like whatever. But even so, like, what do you care if I make two accounts and I play myself and you take my 10% yeah. or whatever? Like that just seems weird to me, yeah. but whatever, you know, I'm not going to argue with the, with Mike. All right. So the NHLPA and the NHL have seized talks for next season, uh, about, uh, renegotiating the CBA. Uh, the last time this happened, the lockout has happened. Um, you know, so we don't have any official word yet, but it's not looking great. They'll just call it COVID this time, though. They're like, we're just not starting the seat. We're, it's not a lockout, everybody. Yeah. It's not a lockout. It's just not playing because the players are. Did we go and yeah. put locks on all the facilities? Yes, but that's a COVID restriction yeah. thing. <laughs> Did uh, Are we asking for scabs to come in? Yes, yes. but COVID thing. This might be our shot to shine, yeah. bro. This might I'm be just our saying, shot to shine. We, we saw, uh, we, I've seen the replacements. I feel like <sighs> I do the same thing for hockey. Basically, Keanu Reeves right here yeah. without any skill or have yeah. ever played the game before. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> or the equipment. Or the or- equipment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm an okay skater, but, you know, yeah. the skill set. Yeah. Not there. I'm I'm imagining. But hey, we can drink like hockey players. So that's half the battle. That is I'm pretty pretty sure that's all that they're going to be looking for. Yeah. Like, well, all right, boys, let's get it. I'm just going to treat it like it's regular, like rec league type yeah. stuff and like just drink on the bench. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, they're, dude, he's not even hiding it. Like, what are they going to do? Fire me? <laughs> you <laughs> you know? openly opening the Gatorade bottle, just pouring a, 
a beer. They like fire me mid game and I just go sit up in the all inclusive. You get sent to the penalty box. You have to go over and grab your six pack and skate on over. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, (laughs) sorry. Sneak on past you here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So the um, the uh, NHL and the owners want to uh, renege on their CBA and they want to take another three hundred million in concessions from the players. Uh, they've already had 20% escrow cap and 10% salary deferment for players for 2021. Pretty much they are they want the players this next season to play a little bit more than half a season, but they want them to play for thir- about 32% of their salary. Yeah, I mean, why are you making a contract? Again, we talked about this yeah, when contracts came contract, into play. Man. Like, bro, like... That's your fault for not planning for the inevitable. You yeah. know, did you put and it's not like this contract there? was five years ago? They made this contract in like January. Like, yeah, the world knew that COVID like, wasn't as bad as it was, but they knew that it was in the world and that there was a po- small possibility of this happening. Yeah, I uh, I mean, that would be that would be pretty substantially horrendous. You know, like if this happens, and, you know, yeah. the players really got to. Yeah, they, you gotta say. I mean, look, you gotta. I know that it's hurting some people's livelihood, that kind of thing. But you gotta draw you the give line into somewhere. The, you give into this, then like, we're what are we going? We're going back to eighty sports type stuff. Yeah. You know, that's crazy, man. Speaking of you know winter and COVID and stuff, the uh, they came out with a report. The CDC came out and said that they believe that the COVID was in a, in the states uh, even in like Jan early January, late December. And that they saw a lot of activity in Texas and somebody and one of the first responses was the picture of the winter classic of everyone outside the stadium, like huddled in a mass group. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, yeah, that's probably why I wasn't feeling great, especially considering I literally Maybe. got off a cruise ship and then the next day went to went to the winter classic. That's <laughs> yeah, that's not a I mean, maybe, but like I I'm not, I'm not saying that it yeah. wasn't, but no, it probably wasn't. I mean, cause I had a cough. Everybody, everybody always think I've had so many people be like, I think I had it. And maybe like you would know, maybe man. you had it, but like, do you have like long-term lung, yeah. lung scarring <laughs> and you know, can yeah. you still See, taste I had a cold Because you know, I, tr- I was traveling for three weeks sure. in the middle of winter <laughs> doing nothing but drinking, yeah. you know, I was <laughs> eating, eating only Whataburger in and out. And, um, Raising canes, raising, raising canes. Yeah, eating only Whataburger in and out, and raising canes and whatever's on a cruise ship. I, <laughs> you know, you know my feelings on cruises. I'm not for them. Okay, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm against them. Not necessarily against them. Like enjoy them if you enjoy them. Have you been on one yet? No, dude. You at least. You at least need to try one. They're they're gross, disgusting petri dishes. Yes, of, they are. Yeah, bro. Like. I, look, man, all I'm saying is I'm not saying that I would. I enjoy most things, especially when I can get drunk doing it. I'm not saying that. I would just rather my money go to somewhere and then be able to like see a yeah. city. So that like, is the one thing about. I will say is that I, I, I think that my family, we, we've decided that we're not going to do cruises as much anymore because we've been like – We've been to so many of the places where they, they dock that now, like, we know where we like. We know we want to go to St. Thomas. So we'll just right. go to St. Thomas and, stay, That's my and stay at a resort where it's because my biggest thing about cruises is the all is the free, all well, not free, but the unlimited alcohol that you don't have to pay for. And it's just, it's always there. You can get all the alcohol. It's just so, a mind thing. I'm yeah. Sure, it's it's, a, it's like know? one big all inclusive thing. You don't have to constantly worry about, oh, you know, I've had this much to drink today, so it's going to cost this much. Like, I've never once in my life worried about that, Bobby, well, paying for it or not. The next day, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> I woke up and said, "Wow, bro, how did you spend a hundred and sixty dollars last night at gyms? Know, at gym. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Oh, I did buy 30 pitchers. And yeah. Every person I walked beside at the thing, I bought them another $7.50 tray. Okay, this is adding yeah. up. This is starting yeah. now. Only 160 yeah. huh? Oh, maybe getting to Nashville at 7 a.m. for an 11 p.m. show <laughs> was expensive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, Evander Kane and Robin Leonard both want to fight Jake Paul now after Nate Robinson got his ass whooped. He got shredded. But to be fair... The man is just barely over legally being a midget, yeah. you know, or a little that's the thing. This was a Mickey Mouse fight with Jake Paul. Jake Paul's like says he's like six two. He's really like five eleven, I think. And he's he's, he's and he's boxing. And he's been boxing. Nate Robinson is yeah. He was a he's a short <laughs> basketball player. Right doesn't correlate. And he obviously I watched it. All, I watched some of it. Zero training. He just said, fuck the defense. He was like, no. Nope. Reach, reach, is, reach is extremely, extremely important in yeah. boxing. Well, and, and he led with his chin. In yeah. Waiting, so that kind of. So pretty much boxed exactly like he played basketball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, bro, like this wasn't like a dunk contest. Yeah. Like, and Jake Paul is, you know, I mean, as, as much of an idiot as he is as a person, I mean, he's got some boxing yeah. skills. Now, he's got. The, I do think. If, I think Robin Leonard would whoop. Because first off, Robin Leonard's like 6'5", 250. Yeah, reach, I mean, reach means a lot. And but, he's, but I mean, he's a he's tough a guy. He's a goalie, though. He's yeah, a goalie. No, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't think I'm tough enough to play goalie. I'd rather be playing. He's a, a net minder. Yeah, he's he's got 100 mile per hour pucks coming at him multiple times a game. Yeah, but that's a lot different than... I mean, he's not catching it with his face. I'm sure he's caught a couple in his life with his face. I'm sure that he has <laughs> as well. But like... You know, that's not the same thing as catching it with your glove. Like, he's got reaction time. I mean, I'm not saying that Jake Paul Yeah, I didn't even think about him. his reaction time, dude. He's probably, I'm not he's saying probably that quick Jake for his size. He's probably real quick for his size, Robin Leonard. I'm not saying that Jake Paul would beat him. Okay, that's not what I'm yeah. saying. I want to be very clear on that. But goalies do not take hits like, like players on yeah. the ice do. And I think we can also respect the fact that Robin Leonard would train for this fight probably a lot better than Nate Robinson. Sure. Yeah. Also, Evander Kane, like no duh, like one yeah. of the, one of the premier fighters in the in the league that literally lets you fight yeah. on the ice with skates on. Yeah. Like no, okay. Ryan Reeves also threw his hat, but I I just I'm like yeah, Ryan that, that Jake Paul yeah. would be stupid to fight Ryan Reeves. He would be stupid to fight Evander Kane in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I mean any of these hot because like those dudes will just be like you be like oh dude I knocked his teeth out like nah bro those were just fake teeth yeah. anyway he took them out the, before the fight from the thirty fights that he <laughs> yeah. had last year again. On skates, yeah. <laughs> on skates, bro. Like with the pads on, and, and you know, skates and on ice. Like, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, let's. I get did it see going. people also want him to go up against Shannon Sharp, which I don't think people realize that Shannon Sharp's like an old guy. I still think Shannon Sharp would whoop his ass though, because yeah. he now he's got old man strength mixed in. Sure, dude, yeah. you can't you can't <laughs> deny the old man strength. Yeah, that's uh, Shannon Sharp is a is a pretty big dude. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I love how like everybody's like, let's put this six six guy <laughs> against this like just regular dude that is famous for being on well, YouTube. Well, to be fair, it's because he his two fights have been against people who are like a good bit less than five, uh, six foot, sure, like five sure. four, and then like five six. So, so let's I mean, let's flip it around. The, oh, how the turntables! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get in this outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. 
been saying it for months. Uh, you know, you, you, every time this kind of thing happens where schools show their ass, uh, Stanford to relocate players and team to Pacific Northwest to meet COVID guidelines. There's they I read the article. The article was saying that the they will be uh, the the players will be uh, have ex- will be excused from classes, and in order to uh, accommodate this, so they're no longer student athletes. Playing paying them though that's a slippery slope yeah <laughs> but you know paying for them to go stay up in a, in a hotel and giving them all the food and yeah. all the stuff not making them go to class yeah, yeah but making them go to the pacific northwest i mean <laughs> no i mean i guess it depends on where but like just they're gonna just put them like smack dab in the middle of oregon <laughs> which is you know not portland <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like hey we didn't say we just said pacific northwest so it's like alaska yeah we're gonna yeah <laughs> we're going to russia buddy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's uh ridiculous um i mean i've seen some of these teams like oregon oregon state those two teams have played three games this yeah. year like i was watching the games and they're literally trying to compare some of these teams like oh so if this team who's who's four and oh should they be in the playoff in front of like no. Ohio State, who's like who I think Ohio State's lost one game, I think, but they played like nine games. Were, I thought they, they might were, be undefeated. I yeah. don't know. Doesn't I mean yeah, they, my answer is yes, but that's purely because of my hatred yeah. of Ohio State. So, but another one was like, do you think that uh, USC, who's only had like three or four games, should be ranked higher than Notre Dame? It's like, well, first off, no. Notre Dame is undefeated. They've played. I mean, and they yes, uh, they beat a asterisk marked uh, uh, Ohio State only has played four games. Oh though. wow, okay. yeah. So they are undefeated <laughs> in the four. So no, I think honestly, I think this whole year, I I am not an asterisk guy, but I swear, if a team that's only played three regular season games gets into the playoffs and wins it, that's a fucking asterisk, dude. Ba- Bama would would like to laugh at you. <laughs> Bama entered the chat and laughed at you, you know, because they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll make sure, Bobby, that a team that doesn't have four four wins doesn't win the national championship. <laughs> Notre Dame looked pretty good, though. Yeah. Uh, so, did, so did North Carolina. That was some easy money I made on the Notre Dame game. I had... Uh, they were, the spread was like four points, and I took Notre Dame to win the spread. It was a super boost. I was like, that was... I, I had the the over, I think it was over 57, and the 28 points in the first quarter said, yeah, you're <laughs> going to win this, no, no problem. And they heard about that. They heard. They said, look, we can't have Brandon winning any money, <laughs> yeah. dude. So chill out, everybody. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, um, I did watch a good good bit of college football this weekend. Uh, Texas A&M looked real bad against LSU. Clemson straight dominated. Uh, Notre Dame looked good. Alabama looked yeah. good. Or Auburn looked bad. One of the two of, of those two things. I think it was a mixture uh, of that. I personally think we have the right four teams at the uh, in the sitting in the What's playoff the right now. Uh, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State. That's I uh, don't like. Honestly, they've only played four games. We've only played four games. They've looked really good in those four games. Yeah, but their defense. The uh, what was it? Week before last, didn't look good. They, I mean, they they allowed they like it was. You talking about Indiana? It might have been Indiana. That's a top ten team though. Uh, and then fair. it was someone else. I was so I maybe. Well, who was it? La- this past did they play Indiana this past week? No, I think that was a couple weeks ago. It was but like no, it was might have been two not. weeks ago when their defense looked bad. Yeah, uh, Florida is. It can definitely make a case. 
Mm. Texas ain't Florida's looked really good too. I'm gonna have to see what they do at the end. Uh, I mean, in the uh, SEC. Uh, well, they're seven. Game. They're seven and one right now. Uh, Texas A&M is six and one. They didn't look like they're no. deserving at all. The next team up is Cincinnati, and then Northwestern. Yeah. And all right. So yeah, I guess all those teams, Ohio State. It, but it's it's just gonna be hard to at the end of the year say Ohio State only has five games, six games played, and if Florida finishes out undefeated and just maybe loses to Alabama. And well, they've, they've already lost. Florida has lost one. Yeah, but a one loss team that's played a, almost a full uh, it set will, of games versus a, it will Ohio really, State has only played like five or six games. It will really depend on if there's like some sort of Big Ten championship uh, we'll probably play in. A uh, lot of crazy folks in the the top 10 uh i remember the top 25 marshall's there coastal carolina is in there they've made it in coastal carolina's been hanging out for in the, in the top 25 for about two years now no no is it ecu or coastal carolina coastal that, okay carolina. i think ecu was in the top 25 last they year. were i mean like, you they, know, they didn't you're go, always gonna they didn't get into the top 20 but i think they were like in the 20 20- tulsa they're also in their their number 25 uh you know so we got some some strange that's just because they're playing year <laughs> tulsa actually hasn't won a game but they're they're one of the 25 teams playing this year so five and one usc's three and oh <laughs> i mean they've got wisconsin's two and one and they're ranked higher hey, than you know what usc saying right now stop the count baby <laughs> <laughs> I think the Ohio State is. Yeah. Ohio State definitely. Uh, that's that, that's that's. But guys, no well, we're going to wrap up the season. The undefeated. Uh, let's go. So, moving into a little bit of NFL talk. Ravens and Steelers postponed again. Yeah. We record on Tuesday. It's scheduled to be played tomorrow on Wednesday. Broncos <laughs> were not rescheduled. Uh, you know. Kendall Hinton, I believe his name was. I think so. Yeah. I mean, he didn't look great. To be fair, he's a practice squad receiver. <laughs> yeah. So I, he looked I better than I would have expected, honestly. I don't blame the guy. As someone um, who had noted, uh, New Orleans defense on daily, I mean, they still got me a good bit of points. They did but fair. I was fully expecting it to just be an absolute. Yeah. Daily, daily Fantasy, obviously, congratulations on your, on your win. We can all agree that. I had the best team. You just had the two best options. I mean, which you get the win. You get the money. A 50-point score is hard to (laughs) beat. You know, I mean, I I feel like I threw together a really good lineup, and I was nothing. It meant nothing. It meant nothing. (laughs) That's how it was last week for me, but... Man, it's almost getting to be where like I can count on that forty five bucks like make up for losses elsewhere. I'm like, ooh, baby. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think that's my sixth win of the season in that league. I think it's no, because what yeah, I was at five. Maybe before. you were. Yeah, I think it's six. Well, we'll look. I think I'm at two or three. Um, not but, having a great year. But in that, yeah. But, so I mean, honestly, but with two wins, you basically pay for eight weeks worth yeah. of gameplay. It's fine. Yeah, I'm but not. the crazy thing with this Raven Steelers man is just at what point because they're still testing positive. And they have of the fifty-two man roster, they have like. 30. Are they? Did they switch to COVID tests instead of weed tests? I think they're <laughs> both. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, they have. They only have thirty out of fifty-two available players right now. Yeah, I mean, at some point, just. I mean, they've got to just make a decision. They, they can't keep pushing it. I mean, they still have players testing positive. They haven't even. The crazy thing is, they have Ravens haven't even flown out to Pittsburgh yet because there's a big snowstorm going through. Yeah, it is. Uh... It is amazing to me, and we kind of talked about this pre-show, 
what they did to the Broncos, uh, yeah. making them play and then pushing this game back three times all the way to Wednesday to the point where fantasy leagues are questioning. Like, does it count for this week or that week? No. Yeah. If the NFL is calling it week 12, it counts well, for week 12. So here's, no here's why I, I asked that question because it's not a bad question. I'm just well, saying and the reason because I, I, I assumed that was the answer because it's the matchup. However, in the record books, this is not week 12. They've already the NFL already said that when you're counting like yards per week, this is going to be if they play like if they play a slate within the next current week 13. So if they play when say they play Wednesday, but then they also play sometime between Thursday and Monday. They'll have technically two games in week 13. That's how their stat books, because that's how they have to do it. I would imagine. Which is some bullshit. I would imagine. You don't have to do that. You just put it in. But they've, uh, (laughs) uh, the NFL's already said that that's how, for record keeping, it will be scored as a week 13, two weeks. But now fantasy is different thing. Yeah, right. I get get what you're saying. That doesn't make any sense because it is a week 12 game. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Titans. Looked really good uh, against the Brown Colts. Looked good. He did. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry would like a word, obviously. Yeah. Well, but, he uh, always. Will. I mean, but but no, I mean, they looked really good. Colts didn't look too great. Uh, team split the split the series. Titans yeah. back in the lead of the um, uh, of the division. It's going to be a battle down the stretch between those two teams for sure. That the Colts defense is really good. It's a uh, great for them to go out and. Go out and show like, hey, you know, we're all year. The Titans have been like playing close games and then coming in through and winning. And it was good to see them get out to a lead, keep it and uh, and and kind of destroy that that Achilles heel of the Titans in the past uh, of that Colts team. Um, Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, I think, you know, at the end of the year, I didn't think this was the Titans year, but they are looking real good. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a uh, Tennessee Seattle Super Bowl. I think that would be good. <clears throat> Seeing AJ Brown going all, uh, uh, versus DK Metcalf, yeah, for that'd sure, be a great receiver battle. It uh, it is definitely something that I mean, there's kicking game is important, yeah. especially come playoff times, and that's not looking good right now. Slow starts have really hurt the Titans and having to kind of push back and come back. Now, that can be twofold. One, it can make it to where you've got a little bit of resiliency now and you've kind of learned how to win under under that pressure. Or it could be a, a, a fact of you do that in the playoffs and you're not going to win. Yeah. So so it would be nice to see them have a couple of games like they had this past week against the Colts uh going forward. And I know I've been solidify. on this is, I've been on this horse since day 1. Ryan is Ryan Tannehill a playoff quarterback. Yeah, I think that he is. Efficiency yeah. efficiency matters you in know, the playoffs. And Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's type what I'm saying. Yeah. And you know, in the beginning of the year I I was on this horse that I don't think Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback, but honestly he's he's proven me wrong. Yeah, he, and he, even if it's just <clears> being a game manager, being efficient, getting the ball to, you know, to AJ Brown, Derrick Henry, making sure that, you know, it just Getting his checkdowns when he needs to. I would he's say he's doing that. I would say he's definitely a game manager, but I would say he's more of a playmaker that doesn't have to make yeah. as many plays. Now, I if mean, if there was a situation where you know it was on his shoulders, Derrick Henry uh, gets injured, AJ Brown's having a bad game, then he's in trouble. I think. 
I don't know, man. I'm, I mean, I think that but I think you also that take, we've but you take away that. any quarterback's weapons, they're going to be in sure, trouble. Sure, sure. Yeah. But uh, I think that I think it kind of goes back to but when you, he's done well when he's been called upon to me. Um, it is more of the fact that he we haven't had to see yeah. what he's been, what he needs to yeah. do. I mean, we didn't even do. see John Smith this week. He had zero targets, zero Nothing. receptions, which yeah, killed exactly. me in fantasy league. But yeah, exactly. I mean, it's you know, and you could be right, but I think that the Super Bowl winning quarterback. I mean, Elon Manning won two quarterback or two Super Bowls, bro. Yeah. You know, like, no, don't get me wrong. I, I've like I've said, I've changed my mind. Ryan. He, Ryan Tannehill's proven me wrong. I think he is a playoff quarterback <laughs> now. Now what's now who isn't? In my opinion, Philip Rivers. I mean, no. we've seen him play in the playoffs many a times. Uh, yeah. He and he never even had to play with Adam Gase's coach. <laughs> so, uh, so that is going to be troubling for the Colts that you can't even have your starting quarterback in in goal line situations if you want to score <laughs> and having to bring in Jacoby Brissett. Uh, and that's a nice weapon to have. I don't think that the Colts are built for long term playoff wins. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the outlook for the Saints without Breeze? I mean, I, I'm of the opinion that I don't. Un, I guess I just don't understand why Taysom Hill is still playing quarterback over Jameis Winston. Yeah. I do. I don't want to think. Make it seem like Jameis wins. I think Jameis Winston's the best quarterback. He's a better quarterback than Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill yeah. is a better athlete. That is a smarter player. Yeah. That Use works him for well what he's for. Sean the Wildcat, put him in at receiver every once in a while. Put him in if you have a like a designated. But I mean, I, I, just, I, I saw a pretty good pregame thing. It was like a Black Friday thing. It's like, uh, uh, come to New Orleans, Best Buy, get a Taysom Hill uh, Swiss Army knife with all with all the tricks in it. You can also get this James James Winston knife, which y- you'll say you'll use, but I never actually use you. Crack crab legs with those, right? <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, I mean, you know, the thing is with the with the Saints, I think that their outlook's great because I mean, Sean Payton. I mean, yeah. coach. There are very few coaches in the NFL that I think make a massive difference, and Sean Payton is one of them. You Tell know? you what, uh, that reminded me. I tried on DFS to do the uh, get Kendall Hinton in at uh, a receiver. I did too. Yeah, he wasn't uh, they there. learned from their Taysom Hill mistake. He was, he was, yeah. Well, that's not a mistake. They've done that multiple times. He's been. I guess uh, he was on practice squad. They like had to go and enter him that in day. There. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I did. I did try as well. Thank goodness we didn't, <laughs> yeah. though. Um, you know, not that it would have mattered for you. Uh, because I think it was like 150 to like 130. Right? I had 160. I'm actually gonna, and I, I want, I've won six. That was my sixth win of the season. Yeah, 166 to 120. Tyler, Tyler was like, you know, I'm gonna file a appeal last week when we all did the Taysom Hill. I'm gonna file an appeal with the commish over this. And Wheeler, my my roommate, was like, was like, now nah, the commish did it too. But the commish didn't win, so he <laughs> might take that appeal up. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I mean, what am I going to do? Like, all right, so disperse the money back, yeah. Wheeler. <laughs> uh, yeah, we knocked, we talked about it earlier, uh, but Nate Robinson getting knocked out. Uh, yeah, that was, um, did you actually get, did you see a replay of the fight? Yeah, I mean, I saw all 12 seconds of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went to two rounds. Did it? I didn't yeah. watch the first round. You just I saw mean, the twelve seconds of him getting knocked out. He got. And he went to sleep. He got. He got laid down. Like, dude, it was like one of those situations where he got knocked out midair, and then like, 
knocked where, out again where you hit the ground. Right. When you land, you're like, ooh, that feels that yeah. felt dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> they were dangerous. Uh, you know, if he didn't already have head damage, uh brain damage before, yeah. He definitely does now. Or his brain damage yeah. was knocked out. Yeah. But tell you what though, uh he was a good sport about it. He immediately after he he knew he was gonna get roasted, he got back into his NBA group chat. And he, everyone was saying that he immediately got back in and just was like, all right, let me have it. And it was like probably 12 hours of him just getting roasted. Yeah. yeah I, I bet mean, they all were just sending him gifts of just him getting knocked out. Well, Gilbert Arenas said something about, about it on Twitter or something. And then Nick Young, who was, was roasting Gilbert Arenas, Nick Young, the only two things you're famous for. Is cheating on your girlfriend. I'll be honest, and I don't know who Nick Young is. Swaggy P. Oh, okay, I know Swaggy P. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his <laughs> name is Nick, Nick Young. Young. I won't call him Swaggy P. I mean, just for the sake of telling you who he is, sure. But dude's name is Nick Young, okay? You don't get to be <laughs> Swaggy P. And it, you got to do something with your career in order for me to call you Swaggy P. He probably changed it from like Clarence Youngson. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nicholas, Nicholas Young. He he wears a monocle and stuff. Um, And so he like roasted Gilbert Arenas, who was a fantastic basketball player. Like, dude, the one, the two things you're famous for is cheating on your girlfriend and then missing a shot. Yeah. Being celebrating, uh, walking down the court, a missed shot, dude. That's it. That's the literally the two things that you. You can't say things to Gilbert Arenas. First of all, that dude literally had assault weapons in the in the locker room, dude. Like that seems a little iffy. And he's definitely got way more money than you, Swaggy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So today's main topic: uh, a lot of RFA's out there that have yet to be signed. However, Mikhail Sergachev, uh, he signed a three-year deal worth fourteen and a half million, uh, four and eight million AAV. Uh, I think that's a Pretty good indicator of what Barzell could get, um, which will lead us into our topic of the top RFAs not yet signed. Um, and we're going to talk about should they be resigned there and at what price and is it at the market price that they're going for. So why don't we start out with uh, uh, Barzal up at the Islanders. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on uh, on uh, Matty Barzal or Barzell? Uh, I think that it – I would say – Dude's probably going to get five and a half to six mil would be my guess. And the Islanders absolutely need to re-sign this kid, in my opinion. So right now, the Islanders have three point nine million cap space. Um, but that it, I'm looking at it, it's about to change um, because Johnny Boychuk was for, uh, unfortunately forced into early retirement after, uh, you know, an injury. I believe he took to his eye. Um, so they'll have, they'll have, they'll have just at 6 million free cap space. So I guess the question is, do they go all in on Barzal who had 60 points in all, in all three of his NHL seasons so far? Yeah. I mean, dude's 22 years old. I don't think he had an 85 point campaign. You just let a franchise player go, go away to Toronto. I don't think that they can afford to lose a franchise style player like that. Will he get that much? I don't know. I'm not a. NHL GM, yeah. but um, it, yeah, I it's think hard to they, imagine that another team wouldn't offer him that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we're both in agreement there. Uh, so Pierre Luc Dubrow, um, Blue Jackets. Um, they the Jackets have nine uh, nine point two million in cap space. Cam Atkinson, Gustav Nyquist, Vladislav Garikov are all signed past twenty twenty one twenty two. Um, so which means they still have to deal with Seth Jones, 
Wierenski, Bjorkstad, and Max Domi um, over the next two years. And Dubois is their number one uh, centerman at 22 with a 61-point season to his credit. Again, I kind of go back to you cannot – you can't let this guy, guy go if you are uh, – if you're Columbus, in my opinion, he is a, again, 22 years old. He's pretty dominant for the, the blue jackets and their future. If, if we're being honest, I don't, I'm trying to think about what I would pay this guy, but I mean, at very least four or four and a half mil, uh, again, we're, it really makes a big difference when you're talking the RFA market because, they really get to match. That's the biggest thing is yeah. they can match another team's offer. Now, I mean, you know, if a guy's willing to give a hometown discount, it really depends on how much Pierre-Luc Dubois is worth to another team that it's going to really determine. Yeah. But I, again, I go back to the Blue Jackets, I don't think can let him go, Yeah, in my opinion. That's yeah. a high draft yeah. capital pick. He's one of those guys that, you know, I don't, think the blue jackets want to just match they want to they want to lock a guy like him up yeah absolutely yeah i mean and i mean you'd be stupid not to i mean he has been especially we're going to get into some fantasy hockey on the on the the other podcasts coming up soon because we're kind of getting there to kind of make decisions on that he's a dominant across the board player in a category league it's a guy that you want on your squad for sure uh, he does so much outside of just score and just just make assists, that kind of thing. I mean, he's a he's a dominant player. I think you got to lock him up for sure. All right, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, goalie with the Devils. Um, he was pretty hot in th- this season uh, between uh, December fourteenth and uh, through March. He had fourteen six and four record to make him one of the. Uh, he was one of the better goalies in that stretch. Uh, he's twenty three. Um, he's got about a season and a half of experience. I think that with Matt Murray's three-year deal at 3.75, um, I think that that's a kind of a comparable deal uh, for Matt, uh, comparing him to Matt Murray for three, 3.75, uh, you know, over three years. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Blackwood is hot and cold, if we're being honest. I think, a lot, I think in this league nowadays, a lot of young, I mean, the majority of young goalies are. Yeah, you know, we see that only even twenty three. Yeah, I we mean, we see that with Bennington, hot and cold. I mean, we see that with a you know even here in Nashville, Soros. I mean, Matt Matt Murray has your your comparison. Also, a very hot yeah. and cold goalie. I think that's the, he's how won it two is cups though. Yeah, you know, I mean, Mackenzie Blackwood has shown in spurts of what he's able to do. He's also playing with the Devils' defense. So he's playing that. with the Devils' defense, but you know, be a good goalie can. Yeah. Puts you over the yeah, edge, but the devil's got to start somewhere. And I think the starting point for them needs to be a solid goalie. Go back to their roots, get themselves a goalie. Who was the guy that they were playing across from? Was it just Schneider is the only I other goalie? So. Okay. Uh, yeah. And they have Louis, Louis Domingue. They brought in Corey Crawford this year. Okay. So, so, so that'll offer some, uh, some veteran experience. Well, with he'll him. get, well, since we've been recording this, he accidentally touched his head and so he's got a concussion now <laughs> so uh no i mean i don't know how much i'd be willing to pay him probably probably two and a half to three and a half million yeah. is really where i'm landing i think that's about where you said with matt murray maybe a little less i don't know that he's worth matt murray money yet 
But then again, another team may pay him that amount of money. So I, I think that the Devils, they, I mean, good goalies are hard to find, and he has shown that at some points he can be a good goalie in this league. I think that they probably need to lock him up yeah. if they ever want a chance of competing yeah. in the in the short to long term. Yeah. Now, here's a player that's really in a tough spot. Uh, Ethan Bear, uh, uh, Edmonton defenseman. Um, he um, was one of the best young surprise in Edmonton in 1920. Uh, played in 18 games. In, in 1920. Uh, ni- 2019. Is, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. To get any contract is going to be yeah. impressive for this kid. <laughs> um, well, just chilling over there at 100 years old. So, uh, <laughs> a little over a hundo. Yeah. <laughs> um, he averaged 21 minutes over uh, almost 22 minutes a game um, as a rookie. Um, and that was a normal year. Um, his performance in that year would have earned him a normal rate. However, he's with Edmonton. Edmonton has $732,000 in cap space. And I, because of his age and because of the, this year being COVID and not much, you know, he doesn't have much of a tape for players like that. He doesn't have much leverage. Yeah, not a lot of leverage, but so I think the good, biggest, yeah, good, I, they good, want to get him and protect him, I think, for the expansion draft. Good young defenders are hard to come by, though. And so, again, RFA, that's the best way to, I mean, not obviously being yeah. an unrestricted free agent is... But you can leverage some teams. Yeah, I mean, mean, if a team goes in there for 1.2 mil, and then they, that puts Edmonton <clears throat> in a spot where, all right, well, I can't even, af- we can't even afford yeah. it. Even if we wanted to match it, we couldn't. Um, I mean, I'm thinking, especially, I don't know what kind of, kind of cap space some of the other teams in the Pacific have, but I'm going to, I'm go, I'm almost going, it's like one of those. I'm going to take him so you can't have him yeah. type of deal. And, you know, and it, it, obviously being an RFA, it does, it's going to matter. Yeah. But I think that a lot of the, the reason a lot of teams aren't doing that is because we have to keep in mind there's an expansion draft coming. So if you sure. pick up this young guy, uh, do you want to spend the money on him to possibly let him go? Because you, if you if you spend money on him, you're going to want to protect him you're in the expansion keep draft. Him. Yeah, for sure. That absolutely matters. And especially since you can barely protect a piece of gum with yeah. this new expansion rules. Uh, that's an, that's an interesting question. I think that a team like Calgary though. Yeah. It's worth the risk. It's almost like I can pay this dude a fair amount of money and bring him in for a potential cup yeah. run. Even if just you do, to not yeah. have to pay, him even if you do on. like the price is right, just put like, a penny over what the cap space is. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and and now we're going to bring in Ethan Bear. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so Dylan Strom, uh, center with the Blackhawks, um, one of the team's top young guns in 1819 uh, or 2018 through uh, 19. He's hitting it almost 200 years old. Um, he had 51 points in 58 games. Uh, he had it wasn't great in Arizona for three years, but his numbers dipped this season with thirty eight points in fifty eight games. Uh, you know, obviously COVID year. I think I think he's going to be forced down in the lineup a little bit, third fourth line. Uh, so he is going to he is going to be a little bit expendable. Expendable. Um, I think. Let's see. And a one year deal would make him arbitra- arbitration eligible next off season, but it might be worth signing him for three years in if needed, a year or two in. I mean, he's a utility player that has some use, um, but I don't know if he's worth, you know, 
Yeah, I'm much. I'm, I don't know that he's worth much more than what he's getting paid now. Or at least he hasn't shown it. Yeah. Again, he's super young. He may there may be a team that's willing to go out and 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 throw the risk on them. And but if anywhere, Chicago was a he Chicago was a good place for him. He definitely showed a lot more of what he was worth there than he did in Arizona. And with the youth of Chicago, I think that honestly, it he's probably going to get his best offer and deal from them, especially if he's wanting uh, a team that he knows is willing to do what it takes to win long term. I mean, he may get a better offer from a place like the Senators or, you know, Detroit or something like that. But are they willing to do what it takes to win? I mean, Chicago was pretty close to, they're pretty close. They're a couple key pieces from, from being back to almost where they were, especially with their, their aging players. I mean, those aging players can still be great if you put the right pieces around them. So I think that that is, um, that's a tough call. This was definitely the one of the more tough ones yeah. you put on our on our dock. So now we're going to finish it off here with uh, Jesper Bratt, uh, 22-year-old left wing from the Devils. Um, super youthful uh, in a very youthful core with the Devils. He's, uh, I mean, I, I think the, the Devils are a couple years away from being serious contenders in any form. But he's hit the 32-point threshold in all three of his seasons. Um and if they, I think that that's what they can expect from him going forward, hopefully he's a d- really decent secondary scorer, uh, you know, to keep in there. Um, and as the devils get better, I think so does he for some stats um, at five on five, only Nikita Gusev uh, had more points than him. Uh, uh, Nikita uh, Gusev had 29, Brad had 25, but uh, Brad played six fewer games. He also came second to Gusev in points per 60. Uh, so uh, he, he's making the most of his opportunities. I think I think he's a guy that you make a deal with and you keep him around. I think they, this is one of those guys that's the future of the Devils. Uh, he, I mean, he's not going to be – I don't think he's going to be a superstar, but he's a – I mean, he, I think he's going to be like a Victor Arvidsson kind of guy. Yeah. I uh, He kind of came more onto the scene this year than he, ha- than he has previously for sure. I don't know how much you pay him though. It was one of those that – you know, these last two guys, Dylan Strom, or these last three guys, Ethan Bear, Dylan Strom, and Jesper Brad are in weird yeah. situations. Especially where, with COVID and stuff and a possible lockout. Yeah, it's just more weird situations with those three because they are so young and haven't necessarily proven themselves, but they haven't not proven themselves either. Yeah. I'm not really sure what you pay any of these three. I think for some of you, you got to <laughs> give them a prove it deal. Give him, give him yeah. like a, give him maybe even just give him two years. Well, see, that's the biggest thing with RFAs though. Our prove it deals are sometimes stolen out from under you. Yeah, um, you know. So that's the that's the the bigger thing that I'm just not sure what maybe other may, team maybe a, where, a show me deal. Like I'll give you, sure, I'll give you something. Not, but you got to show me that you're worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than prove that you're worth what I. What it you is want. more. It is more of. I don't know where the value lies in other teams. Yeah. You know, that's going to be the bigger question on those yeah. last and I, three. I think for teams like the Blackhawks, that's a serious question. I think for the teams like the Devils, where you know you're a couple of years away. You're not a contender. Right. So you, ha- you have to make the best you can. Spend you're the young money. Talent, yeah. yeah. Spend the money now on this young talent to hopefully uh, build that locker room chemistry up, give them, you know, some time in, in that building. 
uh, maybe hopefully get lucky. Some of them, one or two of them might take a hometown deal in six or seven years. And then that helps you get, you know, bring in a superstar when you are a contender. I think those are all those little things that and not to mention the, the expansion draft. That, uh, all that comes into question for these teams that are well outside the playoff picture at this time. Yeah, I think that the expansion draft and another one being so close has really hurt yeah. the way teams have been able to operate. Not to mention there's like there's been talks that in another two years we might get a team like in Quebec City or somewhere along there, Houston. Uh, I think that the rule before bringing another team to Canada, you have to win a cup. <laughs> yeah. bro. like you have to show us that you're a, a worthwhile country. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't mind seeing one in Houston though. I think that'd be dope. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's right there next to Dallas. I'm saying, bring it to Knoxville. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I gotta go Memphis, man. No, gotta have a Memphis no. team. Hey, third time's the charm. Atlanta, what up? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Arkansas, <laughs> Biloxi, the Little Rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what a! I would be okay, I would be okay with Biloxi though, because that's just a, another reason to travel to New Orleans. Yeah. Like, oh, Hell, at that point, just have it in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know how how much it would hit, but we would de- look. One goes Dude, it's New Orleans. Every I mean, you put a sports team there. I mean, it's gonna. We're hit. scoot. We're scooting it right up to the front uh, of where we're traveling. Yeah. If it's New Orleans, and we'll just probably make that one a yearly yeah. type thing. Yeah. You know, like, well, we've not been to thirty-two other stadiums, but our but our New Orleans. I don't even know what it would be called. What would what would it be called? The, call them the Nordiques. The, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the New or, the New Orleans Flor Delices. <laughs> All right. <coughs> All right. Uh, let's move into joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. See, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. All right. This one is wild because it's so clearly obvious yet the article makes it seem like it's a huge shock to like, the world. Why is this happening? Uh Taco Bell has once again for the third time flopped in Mexico. Like shocker. Taco Keep Bell is not authentic shock. Mexican food. You're basically like hockey in Atlanta at this point, yeah. bro. Like why do you keep trying? Yeah, I mean again, it's one of those we have a whole article about it, but this is not crazy. I mean that's like having a a very garbage version of a burger chain come to America. You know, I mean, we love burgers here. Taco Bell is deli- I love Taco Bell. I do not can I do not call Taco Bell Mexican. No, food. It's, you know it's what its I'm own saying? thing. It's, it's Taco not, Bell. And there's like a bunch of things in here that is just like not true at all. Like the first line is literally for Americans. Taco Bell is functioned as an introduction to Mexican food. No, it isn't. You know, like your no local Mexican, Mexican food chain, which is even, which is still even not like authentically yeah. real Mexican. But to food. Americans, yeah. like if I'm ta- if my wife and I'm like, oh, we're in the mood for Mexican food. You know what? You know what option we don't have? Taco Bell in that because that's that's they, a I'm in the mood for Taco Bell. They freaking they freaking like, dude. You know, Mexican food. They use the freaking corn tortillas a lot, bro. And I hate corn tortillas. They are gross. They like break up in your mouth. I don't like them. So, like, I know that if I go to Mexico, I'm probably not going to love authentic Mexican food. 
on top of the fact that I'm not even a huge fan of American Mexican food. Like, I'll go to a Mexican restaurant with you, no problem, and I can find something to eat. for the margaritas. Well, for the margaritas, and I can find something to eat, dude. It's just not really my thing. Like, it's not that good. Oh, like, yeah, but this beer got gross real quick. Yeah. I don't know if it got not, room temp, but I just had a sip, and it was like, made me want to puke. So I'm, gonna, I'm not sure about that, buddy. I can't answer that. Whew. But, like, there's lots of things. Like, they don't like the Americanized versions of things. It's like, no. I mean, in their first shop, they put, they put the Taco Bell inside of a KFC. That's your first problem. See, that's a, that's a good call, though. Because every once in a while, I'm like, do I want For Americans, it's a good call. Yeah. For here in America, good call. But doing it in Mexico. My favorite, though. Obviously, a KFC Taco Bell hits the spot because that's a two, two for one. Pizza Hut Taco Bells, no oh, question. Because yeah. I always get Taco Bell, but then I get the Pizza Hut breadstick yeah. thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, you know. You exactly know what, what ma- mashup was always weird to me was like a Long John Silver's and an AW. First off, never had food from an AW. I always thought it was just. I always thought, oh, it's like Long John Silver's, and they just have their. Oh, they have a bunch of root beer. I think, like, and, wow. and I don't know how accurate this is, but it was on the internet, so it must be absolutely clearly. True. I think Stephanie showed me something, and like. Long John Silver's is one of like Tennessee's favorite fast food yeah. chains. Like what? I saw that it was a thing, and uh, what? You, you go through the comment section, and so I've it, seen one Long so John Silver's in my life. They they said that Oklahoma, I don't know what Oklahoma. They said was some places like they, I think they said Olive Garden was Oklahoma's favorite uh, restaurant. That makes sense. Well, it, well, you would think so until multiple people from Oklahoma were like, uh, "Where is like there is there isn't an Olive Garden in Oklahoma?" Well, there's only like thirty eight people, and it's. The Olive Garden's in Oklahoma City, and so like those thirty-eight people were the only people with internet access, and they're the only folks that voted. So that makes sense ultimately. Like I, I'm also the only since one we're on the yeah. on the subject. Not a big Olive Garden guy. Me neither. Man. A lot of people, dude. We've noticed something that you and I have the same food preference for the last three things, and. Yeah. My wife's family is like not having it. Hey, well, when you're there, it's family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, your family there. Yeah. No, I just don't get it, bro. It's like not any better than any. And they're, they're, they're all their rebuttals always like, but endless soups and breadsticks. I'm like, but they're not dude. good. The salad is disgusting, dude. If you're sitting, they here took a full bell me, pepper and just tossed it in. Was like, oh, we have a salad. If you're fighting me over like endless, like, bro, let's just if like. Endless is your only key Chips here. salsa at here. any Mexican restaurant. Well, and even that, I'd just rather go to a freaking like Golden Corral or a Ryan's or something. You know, like an actual buffet that yeah. has lots of stuff for everybody to choose from. You want to put jello squares on your fried chicken? No problem. <laughs> Ryan's has your back. You know what I'm saying? So, I yeah, I'm just not an olive and I'll eat there. It's yeah. not one I'm, of those I've same. had many meals at Olive Garden. Be fair. I don't think there's many places that you and I would just like would not eat. You know, Arby's. I'm not an Arby's not guy. an Arby's been, guy. I have I've eaten there before, but I don't like the it. Meats. It's you know? gross. And my oh my god, bro, you're you're a fool. You're a fool. Don't Arby's like is delicious, dude. Roast beef is a great option. It's a little more pricey. And it'd be dope if they had real roast beef and not some weird shit that was probably made in the We are literally talking about (laughs) some. I don't think we've mentioned one place yet that has real anything. I'm going to take my ass to Long John Silver's and get some fresh seafood. (laughs) A lot of people are not Captain D's fan. I'm a huge Captain D's fan. I've never had Captain D's. Really? To be honest, though, I've never had Captain D's or Long John Silver's. Never had either one. I don't know that I've ever had Long John Silver's. I think it's because I'm from Maryland and like the thought of seafood from a fast food joint is so repulsive see but it's but it's it's like fake you know what i'm saying that's where i that's where i come from it as like it's 
good fake food. You know, like, you know how to Americanize this fish, Captain D's. You know, and besides the fact that they used to have a plain, clean plate club, and they'd give you, like, a sucker or some shit if you finished off your, your plate. So, huh. I mean, that's solid right there. But I also really like coleslaw. And they have garbage. really good coleslaw. Yeah, you're garbage, Bobby. You, it's w- cabbage with mayo, dude. It's not good. Things are all, yeah, all things are made from other things, though, Bobby. <laughs> like, it's cabbage with mayo. Like, both of those things are pretty good. <laughs> so, like, combining the two, I'm, I'm, I'm with some, some coleslaw, dude. Coleslaw on a barbecue sandwich? No. No! It's me. I'm not even salt. a barbecue. No, I'm the same guy. way. I'm not a huge barbecue thing, but if I'm doing a barbecue sandwich, it's barbecue. Barbecue place sauce. that you're interested in. Uh, I mean, Jim and Nick's is a dope local place. Yeah, that's not a that's not like a quick barbecue place. Uh, that's like a restaurant. I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't really because I'm not a big barbecue guy. I mean, I guess Wits is the only thing. That, my Wits name is can like good. my name can. I'm like, a huge fan of Rick's. They got one right there in Murfreesboro. Oh, I, we have, I've done is, that before. Rick's yeah. is really yeah, solid. Yeah, they got some I'll, low key. See, here's the thing that was when I get to do barbecue, I just get baby back ribs. Baby back ribs is my bread and butter, dude. I love me some baby back ribs. I don't know that they have baby backs at, at oh, Rick's. They don't? I mean, it's like a little fast food place, well, dude. I've been to, I'm, I don't know. That's why I, I want my baby back, baby Ooh. back, baby back, baby back ribs. Baby. Hey, don't say, don't say it. You know how much I hate chilies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so what a joke. Obviously, Taco Bell's going to flop in Mexico. We're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah got we just got off on it. <laughs> well, there's not too much to actually joke about, but the names of their menu items are wildly inauthentic. Have you ever not gone to cheesy, a place because you you're mean like, cheesy gordita crunch? Isn't. Well, what do you mean it's not wildly inauthentic? Like with a mac it, and cheese cause burrito? Because it's, it's not in Spanish? Or like <laughs> I'm very confused. Like that is like one is this one of the complaints? They're like, they're like, oh, beefy five layer burrito, these damn Americans. Like that was, you know, like they use frozen meat imported from the United States. See, that's a complaint that, that Mexican folk can have yeah, I about feel, it. Like, I, 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 I would have assumed real meat from Mexico was cheaper than fake meat from America. If you, if you had, uh, I would imagine that's a logistical thing where if you're franchising, you're buying from the head location. It probably is cheaper, Bobby, but not for Taco Bell to franchise. It's probably within the contract. True. You know, like uh, for example, when McDonald's went and you know, remember when they were trying to do that, like, those wrap kicks and they did like that yeah. Asian zing wrap with the cucumbers. Was, I didn't do the cucumber, but the Asian zing wrap. Well, I'm good. saying one of them had cucumbers and that was the only menu item that had cu- cucumbers. And so McDonald's then became like the fifth largest consumer of cucumbers <laughs> just by putting it on the menu. So like it's all about a supply chain type of deal and that's how they make money from these franchises. So that makes sense. But it seems like that wouldn't be practical for your overseas. No, I guess not overseas. I guess it depends on which way you go to Mexico. You can technically go overseas to get to Mexico, but you don't have to. You can also just cross the border. Uh, And there's like also like an unofficial Taco Bell that is more popular than the official locations ever were. I'm sh- I'm guessing copyright, not really a huge thing yeah. in Mexico. They're like, <laughs> we're just going to call this Taco Bell. The Bell of the Taco. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I really got to bring back. The, so the they're pup. doing like I'm doing. There's so many weird things in this article. Like I'm just looking and then it's like, oh, then it's like goes into the movie Demolition Man. I'm like, OK, how are they linking this? It's like, oh, yeah. Taco Bell was in the movie Demolition Man. 
It's like, I'm sorry. Uh, you know what they need I to do? I want to know why the Mexicans have an issue with have this they movie. Tested, have they tested bringing back the little Taco Bell doc, Yo Quiero Taco Bell? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I want him back, personally. I don't know about the rest of the folks, but but it's also more expensive. <laughs> than, like, than t- I think we may have already said that, but, like, there's just so many things. Yeah. The name thing really threw me, though. Uh, I've never gone somewhere and be like, this place sucks. Why do they call their burgers this? Well, <laughs> it was probably more of a thing where they get where because, you know, they're trying to sell off as Mexican food. They probably locals probably got there and like the hell is a uh, jumbo mac and cheese burrito. Sure. I don't think that that's a thing, but sure. <laughs> it, it, no, it, it is. It's a grill. I'm sorry. Grilled cheese burrito. Mexico just doesn't need more tacos. That's like saying <laughs> that was the other thing. Like, see, honestly, I. That's, I don't think it's racist, but it sounds like a racist sounds comment, doesn't it? It like something that I it's probably, sounded- <laughs> out of context, it's like, that was weird. But like, that's like saying like, you know. America I'm doesn't eat more new, cheeseburgers. Right. I'm, I'm opening up this burger place. It's <sighs> going to be super Everyone dope. Knows like, America, doesn't, America need doesn't need yeah. more cheeseburgers. You, oh. Or it's opening up a buffalo wing place. And <laughs> it's like, so oh, unauthentic. football fans, they don't need more the wings. Name, the name of that is so authentic. Yeah, bro. Like when I'm ordering food, there's like 45 places around me that have wings like little local places and i like to try them all so i I don't i don't get that one either it's obviously a joke though like you've tried two times even though tijuana's local taco bell has no running water tons of flies and generally unsanitary conditions i bet it's fucking delicious though the little restaurant has preserved to become the true local institution in a way that the real taco bell never could (laughs) Customers love the $1 beers. Okay. So okay. you've already, you already okay. me, who needs running water when it's basically cheaper just to buy the beer? Yeah. I think we'll be making a Tijuana trip here soon. And uh, at a dollar for an order of three tacos, bro, why are we not living there? Like we could literally cash out everything we have and live forever in Tijuana, yeah. dude. Um, no running water, but do we really need it at $1 beers and one dollar per three tacos so and we'll save so much money because i bet health the health care is cheaper there too yeah i mean it's not as good and we won't realize that we need to go because we've slammed down four hundred one dollar beers but i mean we may get listeria is that american dollar so really like for one american dollar we could get dollar they didn't say peso so so my guess would be yes it's american dollars but again american probably wrote this article and doesn't realize that for a dollar you can get like four beers well, maybe that, but, or he just thinks that everybody uses the dollar, <laughs> you know. It's in one American. something. Why did Taco Bell not work in Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I can just see that cat right now. Just like, this is, this is horrendous. I eat Taco Bell every night because I, I wrote for mash.com. <laughs> Uh, old Colmer Sanders, uh, Sanders uh, having himself uh, an article. Yeah. All right. Hello. So, so uh, we did not watch the last Pirates, or not the last, but the third Pirates. It's Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving so. week. I could have done it last night. Didn't really want to. Was I could the game. have as well. I didn't even watch the game, bro. I all was right, just like so tired of losing all my money. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm um, starting to catch up on you. No, not no. really. I mean, I, lo- I probably lost like I did I, the first weekend that I've actually lost money. Over like a constant, you know, hanging out because I went and spent the weekend with my folks or from Wednesday to Sunday with my folks. And I mean, I probably lost like 
40 50 bucks all week i mean i was yeah. i literally had like 14 to 20 bets a day and type <laughs> of stuff so like i was okay but i mean you know you lose that many bets whether or not you're actually losing a bunch it hurts your heart yeah. dude it, you know like bro you don't know shit about sports you <laughs> yeah. know like you're garbage <laughs> Time to cast your vote. Vote your cast. Choose your pick. Pick your choice. Make a decision and take a side for this or that. All right. This week, um, <clears throat> give a 10-minute mon monologue about your most ridiculous sports takes that has nothing to do with the event you're at, at your friend's wedding or your friend's funeral. This or that. Okay. I have my answer. I thought I thought it was going to be more difficult for me, but then I really got to thinking about it. Yeah. And I'm, like the repercussions of each. Yeah. Mine, I, I've got mine locked in. Okay. On three, we're going to say ours. Okay. And then we'll give our reasoning. Okay. One, two, three. Funeral. Funeral. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. And I, I'm sure that they're absolutely for the same reason. My thing is. I know my friend won't be mad at me. Your friend won't be <laughs> mad at you. And like, maybe his like mom or his wife or whatever might be mad at you. But it's the funeral. You never have to see him again. Yeah. You know, like you. Yeah, that was more. Not to thing. mention nobody's <clears throat> booing you at the funeral. People are booing you at five minutes in. People are booing you at the wedding. Ah, Now, to be fair, I do plan on having an open bar at my <laughs> funeral. So yeah. hopefully somebody gets booed if that's happening. But yeah, no, the funeral thing is like. I want my casket to be the open really, bar. I want like me in there with the ice and like all the. I, I've told, you know, I, I, I really want my body donated to science. But I do want to have like one last hurrah, like a weekend at Brandon's, yeah. you know, like I want you to guys to take me to a party and just like throw, throw you on the ice like a catfish at a game. Whatever, ha whatever happens, happens. I'm dead. So I don't <laughs> care. But yeah, no, the funeral is like, yeah, it's that's obviously inappropriate, but like you can get away with it more. If you're if you do this at your friend's wedding, first of all, your friend's wife will. Yeah. That is literally, you're yeah. like, I'm going to go hang out with Brandon. Like, oh, that asshole that ruined our wedding. Yeah. Not know? just that, but like, one is the difference between just being an asshole, and one is it being a, uh, the difference between an asshole and a shitty friend. Yeah. Because you're ruining their wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, that's what well, it's more. I was more, I didn't even think about being the shitty friend. It was more just like, this is going to cause me more problems yeah. long term if I do it at the wedding. And wedding. weddings are way more expensive than funerals, I believe. So like, I don't know, man. Wedding funerals are pretty expensive. Like the burial plot, yeah. you got to buy the headstone. You got to buy the super expensive casket. That's why I just said, sell me to science, dude. I want to be sold. Look, I'm a smoker. I've drink a shit ton. Like I'm gonna be very useful for the long term human health of the Keep world. Keep gambling. You might have to sell your science. Sell yourself to science before you die. <laughs> right. I'd be like, look, <laughs> buck fifty right now. I'm a, I'm a gambler. I'm a gambling addict. So brain yeah. situation. Heard they're making some COVID vaccinations in Tijuana. I'll try. I, I, hey, I'll try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> it was made at the Taco Bell. Yeah. So I feel like funeral is the, is the, especially it's the, especially selfish version of the answer now real question what's your most ridiculous sports take i tried to think of one yeah. i could not think of. i have plenty but now plenty that on the that, spot like, yeah i don't know man if i, I mean and just imagine me going off at your funeral for like 20 minutes or 10 minutes i'm sorry on me just being like it would be 20 minutes you'd, you'd end up I, but 
I would bring people in though. At the end of your funeral, they'd be like, I heard nothing about Bobby, but I most certainly believe that the MLB should bring metal bats into the game. <laughs> I mean, I think that's not ridiculous. Yeah, that's just that's standard fun. stuff. I, I just think, can't think of anything. Uh, not not just the last steroids, a mandatory mandatory, mandatory human steroids, mandatory yeah. HGH in all sports. Yeah, you must shoot up steroids. Yeah. And I and honestly, it's like the same thing. Like instead of drug testing before the game in front of all the media, you have to shoot up your steroids. Yeah. Like we test it. This is definitely steroids. Shoot it up. I think we weed out a lot of the weaklings that don't care about <laughs> yeah. sports. They're like, oh, I don't want to destroy my body. And you know, and now we hear from Commissioner Jose Canseco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Fuller. Uh, yeah. Not to mention, I, I'm just, here's the thing. It would be so cringy seeing this happen at a wedding, but at a funeral, seeing someone get up there and like very like heartfelt. I'm like, you don't know that it's about to be a sport take. And they just, they're, they're talking about something that they just are really adamant about. They, Bobby, like, Bobby loved this take. And then. <laughs> You just start going in and like someone's like, oh, this is just a quick reference. And then it's like five minutes later. It's like, it's like, it's going to tie in here in a second. And then you just shut it down. Yeah. You're just like, peace. <laughs> you hit them with the peace. Yeah. Drop like, the mic. The mic like, breaks. I'm like sitting in the crowd. They're like, peace. I'm like, dude's a pucks out fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So funeral. Definitely. Both because obviously all the things that we said, but it's obviously the more selfish version. And yeah. here on Pucks Out Podcast, we're all about what can you do for us yeah. today? Uh, all right. So let's move into what are you binging? Um, got a little tired of always watching American Dad and Family Guy falling asleep. Went over to Futurama. Futurama is so yeah. good, dude. It is so good. It and was- it's gotten to the point because this is like my fourth time seeing it through. I'm laughing at the jokes before they happen. Megan's like, oh, what's yeah. funny? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, just wait. This one is funny. And then you have to do that thing where it's like, oh, you just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm laughing oh, at the episode. So I'm laughing at the episode where they're like making a call back to married with children. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I don't get it. the same actress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, honey, I'm not even watching yeah. it. I love Futurama too. I used to be a part of the, there's a sub on Reddit called Futurama Sleepers and like, it's got fought us. It was one of those shows like early high school. I hated it. But then I grew up a little bit and I started understanding more of the joke. It's so like deep of jokes. Like yeah. it's, you know, it's on the surface sometimes, but sometimes the jokes just go so deep. Yeah. Like when Fry's like screaming about not getting, not paying taxes or whatever. He's like, they're like, Fry, what are you talking about? You're not rich. He's like, well, yeah, I could be, but someday I could be rich. And then I'm going to really show people <laughs> like me. <laughs> Good news, everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a huge fan. And I love how Fry's his own grandfather. That's yeah. one of my favorite, my favorite <laughs> jokes on the whole show, but a really, really good show. Uh, I uh, completely agree. Mine HBO Max has Fresh Prince of Bel Air, bro. Like I started from season season one. If and you it, told me what platform was gonna get Fresh Prince to like start streaming, I would never have guessed HBO was gonna get it. HBO Max. I thought bro. for sure Netflix would have gotten it. Yeah, Netflix or is Hulu. falling off, bro. They're falling off. HBO Max is uh is where it's at, but it's so old that it has the you know I mean I've seen a bunch of Fresh Prince of Bel Airs. But obviously, I've never just watched 
Fresh Prince yeah. of Bel Air all the way through. I was watching it like before going to leaving for school in the morning. Right, it was like syndicated, and you're watching a couple episodes. Like Saved by the Bell, and the Fresh Prince. First of all, Saved by the Bell, dope. Yeah. I love Saved by Zach the Bell. Zach Morris is a garbage human being. He's a garbage human being, but he makes for a great TV show. Yes, you know, 100%. I mean, Kelly Kapowski. Ooh. All right, not that's off topic. That was, but, my first, uh, that was my first crush as a kid. Yeah. I, I mean, think that was most kids. I think that's most millennials first. Yeah. Crush. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. No, for, but it's it's so funny. It's it's the early episodes. They have that extra little line in the uh, in the theme song. I begged and pleaded with, uh, you know, like that line that's not in the later episodes where it just skips to the the whistle for a cab. And when it but like there's like that one group. So it's like it's pretty funny. But I mean, I love that show. I mean, there is one. There's one scene in that show. You remember the. I haven't got to it yet, obviously. Why does like my on dad season want one. Me? Yeah, dude. Like, ah, and I mean, Will Smith is such a good actor that it's so funny at the same time of like, that show really meant a lot in that time frame. And it kind of showed you as a young white kid, like yeah. even rich, you know, black folks will experience racism sometimes and you know it was pretty I, i'm I'm really enjoying it and i think my favorite episode it. was the when uncle phil was a pool hustler oh yeah oh yeah oh uh, yeah i i or when so he many. when he I got there that when he, far. when he like lawyers the cop, when in. they get locked up and he lawyers the cop that one like, i yeah. have that one i have seen yeah. and that one's the kind of the first point where carlton sees like he's like no the cop was just doing his job and then he asked his dad he's like you would have pulled me over right he was like, yeah, I asked myself the question the first time that I was pulled over. It's like, oh, dang, going heavy on me right here. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I can't wait to keep getting into it. And and we'll have watched all the yeah. way through it. So, dude, I ate so many leftovers. I ate more leftovers than I did actually like Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. But I love, dude, sides are, sides are what single-handedly make this like the second best holiday of the year, without a doubt. Yeah. I I have Wild Turkey 101 on mine because that's what I drank all weekend. But I totally forgot we had some of these pudding jello shots, bro. It was amazing. They were like this this lady, uh, my aunt's like neighbor makes them or friend or whatever. And all these different flavors. There's like a cookies and cream version there's like an eggnog one for the weirdos that like eggnog they had like a reese's Wait, one you don't like eggnog like, not an eggnog guy bro i'm a boiled custard guy the fuck is boiled custard guy. that sounds it's, disgusting it's boiled custard it's first I mean, off what's custard it's uh custard i don't know dude it's just like the, you know it's like right by the eggnog when you buy it bro like i don't know it's i just like it it's like really thick most people don't like it you know like i get it I've never heard of custard or boiled custard, but for some reason, my brain really? just tells me that I- it's a Southern thing, bro. You wouldn't understand. So eggnog is dope. No, it is not. It is gross. Get out of here. My no, mom I'm makes just... some dope homemade eggnog. It's amazing. Yeah. I just don't even know what's in eggnog or boiled custard for that matter, but um, they're probably the same thing. Just one. No, they are not. You just leave eggnog out a little bit. Maybe it becomes because I know I thought custard was like pudding, like. Like, it's like thick. It's yeah. like a thick, like, you know, it's most it's like lard. 
Maybe. I mean, it's good. I don't care, bro. You know me. I don't care what's in it if it's good. You know, that's what I'm not saying. People are like, like when I'm eating a good hot dog, they're like, you know what's in hot dogs? Like, yeah, dude. They like ground up some pig's yeah. feet for this bad boy. And it's delicious. Like, yeah. I don't care, bro. Like, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna gross me out. And those mini hot dogs at Preds games. Oh, I miss those things. Yeah, me too. I miss lots of things. And like we're watching, you know, like people are like, you really need to watch this. And like they have rat pellets and pus and like ground up glass it's still like, alive bro, on a bro what up that's i mean if that's what makes it taste so good your boy's interested in yeah. it so uh but yeah so some some of those pu- pudding jello shots and we will i'll get the specific information on that um and we'll follow the their, her instagram on it and we'll maybe give her a shout out on here uh we'll, we'll try to get us some so Nice. Maybe she wants to sponsor the pod, bro. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. <laughs> See your face over there. The room temp well, beer hit yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. My third toasted Bach over here. <laughs> Not meant to be toasted. Very toasted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do you got here, Bobby? All right. So we talked about it earlier. People who are always saying that, oh, athletes make so much money. They shouldn't bitch about contracts. But yet they have a no problem when owners do literally the same exact thing. And and never once has a athlete ever built their house with my tax dollars. And yet billionaires do it all the time yeah. <laughs> with, with stadiums. So 100% agree. Great point. And I loved yours, uh, your your non sports, and we'll go into that in a second. Oh, I'm real adamant about that. I wasn't sure if you were going to agree with me too. on it. No, I but because a, a lot of people it. are calling me dumb about it, I'm like, no, like, no. but I'll get into it. You, we'll get into yeah. it. No, and I, I and I'm not even necessarily against yours as much as like I just have some caveats on it. Yeah, commentators that are in love with certain players or teams, and I have in parentheses here, Chiefs games these days are basically unwatchable because you can't get a game commentated because the commentator has to talk about Patrick Mahomes the entirety of the game. Patrick Mahomes is amazing, okay? He's an amazing football player. Now, here's a guy who's electrifying. He's the best young talent in the league. And we're not even going to talk about Aaron Rodgers on this side. We're going to talk a little bit about more Patrick Mahomes. It is just mind-blowing to me commentate the game just call the game when he does something oh that was an amazing pass patrick mahomes makes some amazing passes you know that was a great pass whatever okay i'm not saying don't talk up specific players that do specific things but when the other team now has the ball and you're still talking about the other team's quarterback gary danielson does this with Alabama to the point that it's sickening. Instead of talking about a potential holding call, you're talking about how much you love the Alabama defensive back. Dude, it's annoying. Uh, It's annoying. I think two weeks ago, I was watching the Chiefs game, and it literally happened with Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Uh, Whoever they were playing had the ball. And they and then they just it was like a timeout and they started showing like highlight clips from Mahomes. Like remember when he made that like underhanded pass like for 15 yards? Yeah, they were showing like a compil- compilation of him making those kinds of passes. 
Meanwhile, I'm like, okay, come back. They've missed three plays. Yeah. They the other team score got a first down and they're just ignoring the game. Yeah. And I hope that folks are not taking like Patrick Mahomes is a great guy. Yeah. He's a great football player and he deserves to be talked about. Like yeah, people he, talk he's about the MVP him on a on a separate sports talk. Like if we yeah. wanted to sit here and spend 15 minutes talking about how great Patrick Mahomes is. Like, that's fine. That's one thing. But, like, you're a game commentator. Yeah. You are supposed to commentate this game. And that just wears me out so much. There was only three games on the late slate of Red Zone. And it about, I I turned it off early to the point where I just cannot listen to them talk about Patrick Mahomes anymore. It was absurd to me i didn't even watch every single touchdown from the from the week that's how (laughs) annoyed i was so all right schools built on main roads if you're gonna build a school obviously we gotta have schools Uh, (laughs) (laughs) we're not pro or anti-school here on this podcast i am anti if you're gonna build a school build a road off the main road and then put your school there. Sure. That way I'm not like I today I drove through two school zones on a main road on 231 to get me the only road to get you from Shelbyville to Murfreesboro where I can then get on 24. There's a Christiana elementary school. They yeah. the entire road gets shut down. Why couldn't you have built a, a but a red light there? But a four way and, and the, then build your school like half a the mile worst, off. The worst one specifically about that place to me is literally that school is so far off of the road anyway that, bro, we do not need to be going 25 on this. Yeah. My biggest thing is fine if you want to build it on a main road, but if you're a high school, don't hit me with that 15 mile an hour bull yeah. crap. If a high schooler runs out into the middle of the road and gets hit by a car, That's Darwin, that man. is on him. Okay. Yeah. 15 is obviously ridiculous, okay? 30, sure. Yeah. I'm not, you know, like people got to get out of the school. You want to have you you want to have a crossing guard out there? I get it. Yeah, people got to get out and you know whatever. There is no reason that I should have to drive by a high school for kids safety at 15 miles an hour. If realistically to determine the effectiveness of your high school we should have to drive 50 through there. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's all I'm saying. I'm not necessarily against them being on a main road. I love the idea of building a side road and building yeah. your school, but mostly like, bro, you need to be watching. And why kids. aren't they? Listen, if kids, I get it. If kids got to walk elementary schools, build those things that like are all like where it's like a, a staircase, a little walking bridge over the road and goes another staircase there. They can't be that expensive build. And it's just, it's safer. My, my number one, because even if you get hit going 15 miles an hour, you're going to be hurt. If you're a five-year-old, my number one opinion, freak them kids, dude, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? forget them kids. I don't care about your kids, dude. If we're being <laughs> honest, if we're just being honest, I don't know who I'm going to mess up out there, but hopefully if you're listening to this podcast, I just don't care about your kids. Like, I hope they do well. You know, they're the future of our country and stuff. But they're your kids, dude. They ain't my kids. You I know? think we've firmly cemented that neither of us will ever run for public office uh, after this. After this, uh, uh, this topic. Honestly, I really want to because and just if we run, f them kids. No, no. I mean, we can run for office because then people are going to be looking up dirt on us. 
how many podcasts, oh. how many podcast downloads are they are we gonna get on Ooh. that? It's like this is a ploy. We're gonna run for office, but just to increase our podcast yeah. base. So, and then we may we may. But then what happens if win. we win, dude? Because we saw what happens. We're seeing what happens now. Like, nothing. I yeah. mean, we just do nothing. <laughs> like we just yeah. keep living our life. Like we go full on corrupt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like we run as the first like tandem uh, president. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, we're we're co-hosts of a podcast. We're gonna co-host the we, presidency. Yeah, <laughs> we actually plan on doing our, our platform is like we are gonna do nothing for this yeah. country. If anything, we're just gonna be open about it. We're gonna do more damage than yeah. we actually bring in people are going to hit us with he says what he f- yeah. he's feeling yeah <laughs> i'm a, i'm a straight shooter with you man freak them kids <laughs> yeah. dude we're hey defunding schools free beer for everybody yeah. that's my platform yeah <laughs> hey man make america drunk again <laughs> all right uh what do you got uh love hate long weekends are amazing that terrible drained feeling you get on a Monday or a Tuesday or whenever it is, dude, Ugh, that just kind of lingers. It's much worse now that I'm older. Ah, it's like a I'm love the opposite, hate. man. Well, on my first day back after a long weekend at work, I'm way more productive. Nah, I'm, I mean, now, I'm not the I'm day, not the, less the day before a long weekend is the worst for me because I'm like, all right, we're, we're I'm not there. now. I want to highlight I'm not less productive when I get back, it's just more just like, bleh, like I'm just blah to be back. So it's a love hate thing, man. But all right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. Peace. See you at my Thanks funeral. for listening to the Pots Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.